Hello. Hey, Megan, what's going on? It's uh, Hang Zappa. How are you? Hey, great. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Uh, you know, just getting by best I can in this little pandemic. Absolutely. I know it's hard out there. Oh, most definitely. What uh, what have you, you been doing to, um, you know, just, uh, I guess, keep a routine? Oh, well, lots of changes um, have occurred recently. I recently totaled my car. So I've actually been focusing more on riding my new bicycle, as lame as that probably sounds. No, um, I've that's been great. focusing a lot on uh, positivity and, and trying to develop myself, I suppose. So true. So, that's um, awesome. We, yeah, sometimes I wonder if it was like a ploy... Uh, by the government to help speed up humanity, <laughs> you know, because it, it seems like everybody is just like, you know, doing stuff now, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I know a few people have done different things. Um, my sister recently started to learn how to do um, photo editing. I know another person who learned how to crochet. Um, I started a little garden, which has been pretty exciting. Uh, growing my own food indoors has been a definite challenge, but definitely uh, something worthwhile and rewarding. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, we uh, I didn't really want to talk about the whole pandemic because I mean, we hear about that every day. Um, I wanted yeah. I really wanted to talk to you about um, about relapsing. And about, um, you know, what that means to you and, like, what it consists of and where you stand on that. Absolutely. For sure. Um, so I have a kind of different experience. Um, I actually got sober really early on when I was young at um, 19 years old. I got sober. And that was a really big challenge uphill for me, um, especially because most of my friends were still out getting to parties, still going out. Uh, you know, 21st birthdays were pretty challenging because I wasn't invited to go out with my friends. Um, they weren't allowed to bring, you know, the silver girl. Nobody wanted to bring me around. Um, so I developed new relationships and new friends and started uh, a new life for myself. Sure. And uh, it was really beautiful for a long time. I was really, 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 really happy. And I uh, recently, over the past couple of years, um, have made some changes to that. So for me, I guess relapsing um, can be considered a backward slide. So for me, I know that it wasn't so much a backward slide as much as it was a forward motion um, of trying to take back control. Um, where I didn't need it, if that makes any sense. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I myself, um, I can relate because I myself relapsed. And people are going to find this out in this broadcasting first episode. I figure what a better okay. time and what a better outlet to let it be known. Um, I stayed sober for seven years and attended meetings and did this other little thing and did a lot of cool stuff but it started to be where it was like things and people and whatnot it was just irritating me you know and i was like Absolutely. i'm not a mean guy <laughs> you know 
Like, so I was like, this isn't right that stuff is irritating me because that's not my, my persona. And so I was like, I thought of the only way I know how and what started Hank Zappa and everything, and that's smoking weed. Um, you know, but, but when I smoked before, so I relapsed on, just on weed. And when I smoked before years ago, I was a total weed head. You know, without a doubt, like I love that more than drinking anyway. But I started, I started smoking weed again, and it it really like opened up the door to other things, and it made me like not so uptight, if you will. Because I think when you're so sober, if there's a better way to express that, um, you know, you get irritated. Did that was that happening with you? Is that why you relapse, you would say, or? I'd say it has a lot to do with that. Um, I noticed that certain people that I thought were being supportive weren't necessarily as supportive as I thought. True. Um, I started having a lot of relationship issues, like, you know, with friends, family, you know, boyfriends, girlfriends, whoever. Um, I started noticing that the things that normally wouldn't bother me actually really do bother me or things that I was told that I needed to let go of um, even though I wasn't okay with them I was told that I needed to be okay with them and just accept them um, when in reality I wasn't being honest with myself and I wasn't being true to who I was uh, my drug of choice is also marijuana um, I still prefer that over alcohol any day Same. Um, I exclusively relapsed on marijuana. I still have not picked up a drink in over 10 years. However... Good for you. Um, thank you. However, a lot of it has to do with um, a lot of that loneliness and and the frustration that I came across. Yeah. You know, you know what's funny is when I relapse, I, maybe this happened for you, I don't know. Maybe it's like this for everybody, but I feel like we do cry for help before we relapse. I think we reach out, because I felt like I reached out to everybody um, before I was like, all right, I'm just going all the way. One of the people that I spoke with actually, get, and they were in the program, and I'll never put them on blast because that's just not what I do, but it was a female. And it wasn't a female, like, I didn't have the hots for her or nothing like that. It was just on a friendship level. But I considered her like a, you know, a guru, if you will, of the program. You know, so I asked her, I said, uh, you know, I'm really thinking about relapsing. And you know what she told me? She said, I think you need to speak with a male about this. And I was just like... Oh my God, no, I don't. You just gave me the exact answer I needed. You know, because like, yeah. that's not, that's not, if I wanted a male, I would have reached out, you know? It wasn't like, I didn't need a male um, confidant, if you will, to like tell me. And this is the source that I needed to hear it from, right? At that moment. <laughs> and when she said that, that was like, boom I just had to and I just was like whatever and there was no it wasn't like like I said there was no like I had the hots for and I, I felt let down nah it was nothing like that it was just like the program is so tricky you know and that's why like 
I, I never knocked the program for one because it did help me realize a lot of things. But um, I just wonder if it's like that for a lot of people. Did you reach out before you uh, before you relapsed? Um, yeah, I did. I reached out to a couple friends. Um, I actually told, I had a sponsor at the time, and I told her that, you know, I wasn't sure that the program itself was for me anymore. Um, I stopped attending meetings for a long time. I didn't attend meetings for about two years prior to me making my decision to go back out. Um, I know for me that I had fought it really hard for probably about six months. I had contemplated it and it wasn't until I was with somebody who actually also smokes weed in a situation that I probably shouldn't have found myself in. Um, and I said, Hey, can I have some of that? You know? Um, yeah. And of course I got weird looks and, and people were, you know, upset about it and asked me if I was sure. And I was, and I know for a fact that, you know, if I had continued the way I was going, I don't, I don't think I would be around to talk about it. I think that I would have done something much more drastic and much more harmful if I didn't find another solution. Amen. That's so true. Like, I, I feel you. Like, I just got goosebumps by that because I, I just, that walked me to my moment, you know, you sharing that. Like, I, I felt like, hey, it's going to be worse if I don't do something. And I don't know, I just, I refuse to, like, take pills or something like that because I see people on pills and they just look like a zombie. And then, not only that, but they're dependent on pills, like, their whole life. You know, so I just yeah. did. I just didn't want that to be um, whatever. So I started looking at, you know, smoking just like a medication. I didn't. I didn't look at it like, hey, I'm doing this, and yeah, let's get baked, bro. And you know, <laughs> like I, I didn't have that mindset. I started using it as a tool to like create more, and it made me just want to talk to people more, and just it did exactly what I needed. You know, I don't recommend it for everybody, but, but yeah, it's so great to talk to you about this. Um, Absolutely. So, I completely agree. So, uh, Megan, where, where do you, uh, see yourself now with everything going on and like, um, now that, uh, you stand where you stand? Cause honestly, I've always thought you've been a beacon of light. You know, whether you relapse or whatever's going on with you or whatever, you're always a good soul. You know, you're always a great person to speak to and you always have something great to say, no matter how, if you're feeling like crap or not. So where, where so much. with all that said, um, where do you see yourself? How do you see yourself helping? Um... That's a really good question. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I've made quite a bit of progress in my time um, away, I guess I could say, for my sobriety. Um, I don't know. I still don't think that I ever want to drink again. I, I, I feel pretty firm on that. The idea of drinking or using um, hard drugs really scares me and, and gives me the heebie-jeebies in the bad way. Sure. Um, I, I feel disgusted at the idea of me doing that. Not that I think that there's anything wrong with it for other people. I just know that for me, um, 
it would just bring me down. It would bring me down and make me really sad and, and unwell. I know mm-hmm. that, um, honestly, my life has gotten significantly better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not as miserable. I'm not, I'm not trying to bring people down with me. I'm not, um, I'm not as in, and I'm not in, I'm not in pain anymore. I can have social relationships and, and function and not have panic attacks as much as I used to. I used to have really, really bad anxiety. Um, and it helped a lot with my mental health. I know that it's put a definite strain on some of my relationships because of other people's expectations of my sobriety. Um, not realizing that it's still my life and ultimately my choice. Um, I still try to focus on the positivity and the beautiful things in my life, which I have so many and I have a lot to be grateful for. I know that, you know, there are so many people who wouldn't be able to do what we've done um, and survive it or, or would make the choice to go to something harder or scarier or, you know, result in death, which is terrifying to me. True. Um, I'm... I have no desire to die today. <laughs> You're right. Um, <laughs> no I doubt. Very, I very much want to live. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um, I feel that life is just too beautiful for me to have my face so far stuck into something that I can't see that there is more to life, if that makes any sense. Yeah, totally. I, I just, um, I know you stay busy, and I know you're a helper. You know, you're a helper uh, type of soul, and I just wondered, like, what you would do um, down the line or if that's came to you yet. Oh, I guess I really haven't thought about it. Um, For me, I I don't have any plans to make any changes right now. Like Mm -hmm. I said, I'm just kind of going through the motions and um, trying to focus on the good things in my life and and growth in my prosperity. trying to, you know, focus on my career. I work for a really amazing company where I get to help people all day long, and that's kind of always been my dream. Um, I'm very loved and supported there, and it makes me super happy to be able to contribute in ways that I wasn't able to before and and see results uh, with people through growth and through love and through healthcare has been amazing. I also know that for me, I don't want to necessarily say that I will either quit or not go back um, because I, I might, I might, I might want to quit smoking again and go back to just being 100% sober, but I haven't made that distinction and today is just not that day. Same. Yeah, same here. I think, um, I think really you got to do whatever works for you at the end of the day, just like they stated in the program. You know, they always say that, like, everybody's program is different. And that's what, I guess that's why I had a problem is because I noticed everybody was doing it different and not really stating, you know, how they truly feel or whatnot. So it was hard for me to, like, go to the tables and and just, like, really be into it, you know. Um, but I... I, I I feel you'll find your way. I feel like you'll find uh, an even bigger way to help. Cause, like I said, you are a big help. You're a big help to many, and I think you're a you're a leader amongst women. You are. Like I know, I know a leader when I see one. <laughs> you know, and and you definitely have that that leader mentality of like, hey, I want to look up to you, and hey, I want um, 
you to be my role model type of thing. And it's funny about role models, like we're called to be a role model a lot of times and we just don't take that calling, you know, <laughs> like I feel like a lot of times people are so, so intrigued by the destiny instead of like listening to their calling, you know, I think so. Um, I think like day by day we we come closer to our calling and like it's so cool that everyone in the world is waking up I feel I feel like you know as much bad as it is there is good of like the veil the veil is being lifted in a lot of areas and people just want that genuine connection over hey look at me I got this or you know check this out type of thing Absolutely. I know that for me, that's been something I've been trying to actively seek out is to build closer bonds with people. Um, Not as many per se, but definitely more quality bonds with people. Um, You know, my family, my friends, those people around me, I want to make sure that they are feel safe, loved, provided for and cared for because we are going through some scary times. And I know that everybody's been forced to individually sit down and sort of take a look at, at ourselves because we aren't able to run out and and run away from whatever it is that's ailing us lately. So um, we've been forced to sort of sit down, take a look at who we are, where we are, and what's going on, and, and sort of address that. And it hasn't been easy, and I know it's not for many people. I know it isn't for me. I don't like to look at the parts of myself that I'm not a fan of. I don't like to look at the things that are scary. I don't Mm. want to address them. I don't want to deal with them. I mean, nobody does. Um, But I want to be on the other side where I can feel good and I can feel like I'm giving the most of myself that I can while still having enough for myself, if that makes any sense. Agreed, totally. Totally, because you could really rip yourself apart trying to help other people. You know, Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you can try. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's always always good. The self care is important as well. Um, Absolutely. Well, yeah, I think we covered a lot of it. I I uh, I really appreciate you being our first guest on here. Um, I'm trying to keep it just you know short, just get a little message across, and make this about being a help for people who are just going through it. You know. Um, so thank you Megan I I really appreciate it Uh, who knows maybe like 20 episodes down the line uh, we'll have you back (laughs) because I really enjoyed it absolutely thank you so much for having me I hope you guys have a great day alright you too thanks Meg take care alright thanks you too